foot race. Will they catch him? Touchdown, Tigers! The Jacksonville Jaguars select Lawrence. Back left corner of the end zone for Amari Rodgers, and they do it again. Another Clemson touchdown. Welcome into the Trevor Cast on 1010XL, brought to you by our good friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac, building lasting relationships since 1905. This week, Hayes, we're zeroing in on the it factor. And we have one of the greatest college coaches of our generation, Hall of Fame North Carolina coach Mac Brown, who has coached some pretty good quarterbacks in his day and might have the first overall pick next year with Sam Howell. Um, I thought it was very interesting where he started talking about the it factor and 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 because we hear it all the time. Oh, he's got it. You know, you hear that, you know, you're analysts on TV, he's got it. That's it, man. I think Mac kind of breaks it down to where you can understand what it is and what it's all about and how it filters through the team. And it's not just the one player then. It's becoming his impact on the team. And we talked about that ad nauseum now, since it was the reality was he was going to be the Jags pick. Um, he will do so much more than just play great at quarterback for this for this franchise. Yeah, absolutely. And great job with the interview, Matt. Appreciate you doing that. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And again, sometimes that it factor, it's not the 34 of 37 for 510 yards and six touchdowns, no picks. Sometimes, as Mac really, I think, brilliantly details, sometimes it's, you don't have it and your team doesn't have it and you're flat and you're still able to go out there and do enough to get the victory. Uh, you know, Mac tells this great story about how North Carolina really gave him a run. And I thought it was interesting. He sort of almost, I'm not conceded, but it kind of admits his team was more interested that day oh, yeah. in playing Clemson than Clemson was in playing yeah. them. And, uh, but yet, uh, you know, he talks about Trevor was able to scramble for, you know, a, a big first down. And, and anyway, it's it's that kind of thing. And that's how the NFL is. I mean, you were it's not it's almost never going to go perfect. I mean, every Sunday there is going to be something your opponent does that you weren't counting for. There's going to be an average player that plays above his head. There's going to be a superstar on, on the other side right. that plays like a superstar. And you're going to have to combat that. And the great quarterbacks can find that extra play to get out of there with the victory. And uh, and again, that's what we're hoping the Jaguars have in, in Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and to your point is, you know, you know, like you never know what's going to happen week to week in the NFL. And Mac's point was, look, teams that win have great quarterbacks. And we've been saying that now. The NFL is now about, uh, it's about throwing the football downfield. It's college football the same way. So they've been trending toward that way for the last three or four years. Now there's no doubt it's all about the quarterback. And this is why Trevor Lawrence is so important uh, to this franchise moving forward. All right, let's get into this with Mac Brown, head coach at North Carolina, Hall of Fame head coach at North Carolina. Mac Brown. It's my pleasure to welcome him, North Carolina coach Mac Brown, a member of the College Football Hall of Fame and a man I'm proud to call friend. Mac, thanks so much for joining the show. Matt, thanks for having me on. I, I appreciate uh, what you do, my my five years in the media made me really appreciate how hard your job is, but also it separates like coaches, some from the, the ones that do it right and some others. And, and you've always been professional. You do a great job. And I appreciate calling you friend as well. You're too kind, my friend. All right, Mac, you've been around so many elite quarterbacks in your career, coaching for and against them. You know what makes, makes these guys tick. 
What's the common thread with guys like Vince Young, your national championship quarterback at Texas, or Trevor Lawrence, or your current quarterback, Sam Howell, who could easily be the number one overall selection in next year's NFL draft? What makes these guys unique? That Darrell Royal was the uh, three-time national championship winning coach at Texas. And we were standing at practice one day when I was there, and, and we were watching Vince Young, and a young high school coach came up and said, Coach, I want to be like you. But what can I do to be like you? <laughs> that oh, to do that you got to have it. If you got it, you'll make it. If you don't have it, you won't make it. If you don't know what it is, you got no chance to make it. And the guy turned and walked off, and he said, "Hell, he ain't got it." Uh, so these guys have it. Vince Young had it. Chris Sims did a great job for us. Colt McCoy did a great job for us, and. Uh, you look at Tom Brady the other night. Uh, how does this guy do this as a seventh-round draft choice out of uh, Michigan? He, he's uh, Everybody believes him. It's like the Pied Piper. So, so number one, they've got to walk in the room, and everybody turn and look at them because they have a presence when they walk in the room. Same thing when you're in the huddle or, or now when, when you're getting plays from the sideline, or, or they've got to show that confidence and that look in the eye uh, on that drive that Brady had right before the half. And then you start looking at uh, they need to make some plays with their feet because that, that's that's what uh, Trevor Lawrence does so well right now, what he did against us. That's what Sam Howell does. They don't get credit for that. Everybody talks about passing stats. Right. The only stat that matters for these guys is the, the number of, of wins, their win-loss record. That's the only stat that matters. Vince Young was 30-2. and two. I can sit here and remember it right now. I think uh, Colt McCoy was 45-7 and seven and, and had the most wins of any quarterback in college football history at that time. So um, smart, leadership, uh, swagger, but not arrogant, uh, works so hard that the other pe- players really respect them, uh, but, but got that air about them that, that give me the ball at the end we all talk about the Heisman winning drive. How many guys can, can can do what Tom Brady did and take it right down and score before the half? Or how many guys win that game in the end and you know if you've left a minute 13 on the clock um, and, and you're giving them the ball back, they're going to win. Right. The reason I went two against Clemson, Matt, two years ago, they had a minute 19 left, um, and and they, we were going to kick the ball back to Trevor Lawrence, who hadn't lost any game life. So we probably would have walked anyway, but our best chance to win was going for two based totally on Trevor Lawrence. So, Mac, when we start talking about these guys, these unique once-in-a-lifetime, once-in-generation, I guess is what people call them now, generational quarterbacks, um, you understand the history here with the Jaguars. You know, it's a losing history. You walked into a situation in North Carolina where they were down – so when you have a quarterback like this, a guy that clearly is the most important position on the team, I think everybody can agree with that, but when you have that guy that other players, players see as a unique dude, does that change the locker room? Does that all of a sudden raise the level of play with the other guys? Absolutely. Look at the playoffs and, and start looking at who their quarterbacks were. Look at the Super Bowl. Look at the college football playoffs. Look at the national championship game. Everybody that wins big has an elite quarterback. And, and it separates you from everybody else, and it makes everybody else better. Coach Roll used to say, uh, uh, 
give me a, a great line and average backs look great. Give me a bad line and there are no holes. Right. And, and it's the same thing with that quarterback. He makes everybody better. We couldn't tackle Trevor. So two or three times we've got him in bad trouble. And, and he did not have a good day against us. But he'd scramble out to his left and break contain and throw it across his body downfield in a, a, like a keyhole for a first down just to keep them going. Um, and then he scrambled 16 yards right before the half that just killed us when we should have had him on the ground. So uh, the, the playmakers uh, make the entire locker room better. It makes your defense play better. Uh, the other night, everybody's talking about Tom Brady's performance. Their defense played great. Uh, but how much of that's because they knew that their offense was going to give them a chance to win. That must be a comforting feeling as a coach. So let's uh, let's go back to that 2019 game you were talking about. You guys clearly played Clemson better than anyone in his three seasons. You held him to 21 points. He had 6.9 yards per attempt in that game, which is just way below his career average. When you were preparing for that game, what in your coaching antenna stood up and said, whoa, this cat's different than everybody else? His uh, size, his strength, he's 6'6", he's like 230, and he can fly. He's got deceptive speed, like Vince Young had deceptive speed. But you didn't get him sacked. You don't get him on the ground. Uh, his confidence, uh, his accuracy. Um it, it just uh, when you watch him play, you you just marvel at how good he is, and then you go back and I think what he lost one game in college, um, maybe two uh, in his career. Right. Um, he's got it. He he knows what to do, and their whole team felt that way. And the reason I think the reason we had a chance to win is is we confused them some. Uh, they probably weren't as excited about playing us two years ago as they would be if we played today. Uh, so we caught them on a, a good hot day in, in Chapel Hill where we were more interested than they were. Uh, but uh, he still found ways to win. And and that's what the great ones do. When when you can win when you're not playing your best, to me, that that uh, is uh, uh, one of the definitions for a great player and a great team. Mac, from your conversations w- with your quarterbacks over the years who've moved on to the NFL, what's what's going to be Trevor's biggest adjustment at the next level? I think the uh, speed of the game, they're going to hit him harder when he runs because they're going to try to hurt a, a, a runner. I, I do think the fact that uh, a lot of the NFL are, are running more college-type offenses or, or maybe it would be the opposite. Maybe the colleges now are gravitating more toward the pro offenses, but but he will he'll have an easier transition. But all of our guys have said that the uh, wind, the, the pass rush is, is bigger and faster, and the time the ball has to, to be in the air uh, for it not to be intercepted. You've got to be more accurate. You've got to be a pinpoint passer because they'll pick it off if it's behind a little bit or a little slow, and that, that window closes very quickly. So that's been their biggest thing, pass rush, bigger, faster, Got to get the ball out of your hands faster, but you've got to be really accurate in the NFL because you you can take a big tall receiver and throw it behind him. He can jump up over a smaller corner. Right, they're all very talented in the NFL, so there's no room for no margin for error. Max, so three years ago when you were working at ESPN as an analyst, uh, we spoke about Trevor, and you said then midway through his first season now that he was a once in a lifetime player, and you laughed and said he's the kind of guy who brings coaches out of retirement. 
And we had a good chuckle about that. And now we hear Urban Meyer a couple of weeks ago say, you know, Lawrence was a big reason why he returned to coaching, this time in the NFL, and why that was intriguing to him. So you know Urban well. What do you see with this Urban and Trevor relationship, and how energized must he be knowing he has a generational-type quarterback? Well, Urban's as good as anybody at this, and, and people that say that he will not adjust, he's adjusted to everywhere he's been, and, and he will adjust. He's smart. He's calculated. He's going to study this thing. He's going to talk to other pro coaches. He's going to talk to all, all of his NFL guys and say, guys, what, what, what do I need to change? What's going to be different for me? And then when you, you get the, the best player in college football, which to me, it's, it, there's no question it was Trevor, um, it gives you a chance to be good immediately. And, and then what you do is, is you don't throw the whole offense out there at the beginning. You let him grow and, and you let him get better. And, and unlike last year, they're, they're going to have some camps and they'll have some preseason, I would think, and, and they'll have time to, for him to grow unlike the rookies last year that had to just jump out there and, and play. Uh, but I, I talked to two retired uh, ex-NFL guys um, when, when I got out. And I said, will you go back to coach? Because I was trying to find out what, what my mindset might be three, four, five years down the road. Right. Both said, and they worked together, separate conversations. I'll go back if I can have a franchise quarterback and make all the decisions myself. <laughs> I am not back. I've got to find me a quarterback. So I think we all understand now that if you if you've got a quarterback, you got a chance to win every game. If you don't have one, you've got a chance to be okay. But you're not going the whole way. You're not winning all the games without a special guy at that position. Mac, you've been so generous with your time. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to watching you get after that playoff chance uh, next fall. All right. Yeah, Matt, we're we're really excited. You know, Sam Howell is a special. He's that that special guy. He's over here every day. He, he has no hobbies. He he loves football. <laughs> and and he, he, I, I told him the other day, I think you're here more than I am. And he laughed, and it, he knew he was here more than me. So that that's what he was he was kidding me about. Uh, but but he is a special player, and and our team is is learning to win and growing up around him, uh, and that gives us a chance to have a special year. Awesome. Thanks so much, my friend. We really appreciate it. Take care. Thanks, Mac. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Mac. You're listening to the 1010XL TrevorCast, brought to you by our friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac, beginning lasting relationships since 1905. That was awesome. I want to thank Mac Brown, head coach of North Carolina, for generously giving his time to us, breaking down Trevor Lawrence and all things quarterback. Again, the TrevorCast is brought to you by our good friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac, building lasting relationships since 1905. Hayes, what stuck out to you in that interview? Yeah, well, first off, great job with the interview. Uh, that was a lot of fun to listen to. And, yeah, I mean, to me, it's it's that Mac Brown, who has seen a thing or a million in right. this game, <laughs> is saying that Trevor Lawrence is, without question, the best player in college football. I mean, I think it's just it's good to hear that. It, it's good to hear from somebody who has gone against him, Certainly has, you know, amazing experience in college football. And and again, the thing that I keep coming back to is we know Trevor Lawrence is going to have some games, we believe, where everything goes pretty smoothly, you know, because we believe he is going to be so talented right. at this level. Right. But how do you deal with in-game adversity? And that's something that he hasn't had to deal with a ton, but 
when he has had to deal with it, you know, I think there's been some good results. They, they, you know, we obviously lost two games. Uh, his last game, he got no help from his offensive line against right. Ohio State. And when he lost to LSU, he lost to one of the greatest teams ever Maybe assembled. Maybe the greatest, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, um, but you've seen some other things where Clemson was pushed and Trevor responded and was able to get the W. And again, you know, having, you know, Mac describe that meeting against North Carolina, um, you know, I thought was 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 riveting in the sense of, you know, you're not always going to have it, but can you still get the win? If you can still get the win on days that you don't have it, your team doesn't have it, right. that's how you make the tournament in this league. And look, you make the tournament consistently, you got to think you're going to you're gonna knock the door down eventually and hoist that Lombardi trophy. Yeah, I think the, one of the things that kind of gets really overlooked with his three-year career at Clemson is he won a national championship as a true freshman beating a really good Alabama team. He lost the national championship as a sophomore, and he lost in the semifinals as a junior. And people talk about how, well, that's trending down. No. Clemson, without Trevor Lawrence, doesn't go to any of those games. Any of them. Okay? They're not in any of those games. They're certainly not beating Alabama. They don't even get there with Kelly, Kelly Bryant, a quarterback. So I think you have to look at it at, at, at a, from, from 30,000 feet instead of ground zero, saying, oh, look, look, it's trending down. And it's not. And I think... That kind of goes to the idea of what Mac Brown was saying. Teams that win have great quarterbacks. He made a great point with the Super Bowl at the Bucs. Why do you think the Bucs defense played so well? Because they know their offense is Brady, and Brady, Brady's got them. He's got their back. When they need it, they'll get a drive. And that's something that we have seen here for the last decade. Dejection on the defensive side of the ball. Because the offense has stunk consistently. <laughs> And so I, you, it is absolutely translated. I mean, there have been divisions in the locker room right. because the defense has done its job consistently and the offense has not and has let them down. And, I mean, now it's become where they both haven't been pulling their weight. But there has been a substantial amount of time with this franchise where the defense was there and was doing what they needed to do, and the offense wasn't giving them any help. And it can. It can really lead to problems if it is a consistent trend. You'd like to think that with Trevor Lawrence, that will never happen, and the defense will know that, hey, if we can get a stop here, our guy is going to go and get a seven, and uh, and and there will be some where the, the defense has an off day, but it won't matter because you're going to look up and the Jaguars are going to have 38 points because Trevor's playing well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if the defense plays well, Trevor Lawrence is going to be throwing toe over heel th- throws. Like right. another guy got paid yeah. twenty million to throw toe over heels. Right. Throws. Uh, all right. We want to thank Mac Brown again for just a terrific interview and for being so generous with his time. Again, the Trevor Cast is brought to you by our good friends at Claude Nolan Cadillac, building lasting relationships since 1905. We'll see you next week with another episode of the Trevor Cast.